Hello and welcome to the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. My name is Vanna Matthews and along with my co-host Melinda Crowder-Dunbar, we are going to debunk myths related to being a woman and a mother. Join us for another raw and uncut conversation. Hello and welcome to episode two of the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. I'm Vanna Matthews. And I am Melinda Crowder-Dunbar. And today we are going to be debunking our first myth. If you listen to our introduction and if you haven't, go back and listen to episode one. But today we're going to talk about work-life balance. Yes, it's a conversation we keep having, but it's one that we need to keep having. And so we definitely want to dive into that because that's going to set the tone for all of the rest of our podcast episodes. So today, the myth, the first myth that we're debunking, myth one is I have to keep everything balanced or my world will fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) So why did you laugh? How many times have we said that, you know, how many times have we had that irrational belief that Mm. everything needs to be together and balanced? I'm juggling all of these things. And if it's not, you know, (laughs) it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. Yeah. So why do you think, Melinda, how do you think we got to that place of feeling like everything needs to be balanced or else it's, it's almost like an either or? How do we get to that point? I think because we have this desire to control everything. And I think it, you know, it helps us to feel like we've accomplished, you know, mm-hmm. um, people can look at us and think, oh, okay, she really does have it all together. Yes. Oh, how she do? Yes. <laughs> And on the inside, we're like, we're sick. A mess. <laughs> a mess. Yes. yes. I so agree. And, and I think, because I was talking to a friend the other day, actually, and she was telling me, she's like, you know, Vani, you're a very private person. And I think part of the reason I'm private, I mean, it's it's changed a little bit, but I think part of the reason is I just have this need for everyone to feel like I'm okay or I have everything in order. I don't know where I got that or why that's so important to me, but I think that that desire or that need to feel like or to look to other people like you have it all together is what's destroying us and actually is what's making us fall apart. It's, it's not the imperfection. We can get into that. It's not the imperfection. It's just this need to always feel like we have everything together. So see your mom, we are going to define work-life balance and what it means to us so that you know when we're debunking it and we're breaking it down, you know why we're dissecting it the way we are. So we believe that work-life balance is this equilibrium between career and family. You are consistently investing equal amounts of time in family and career. So it's always equal. It's always even. And just saying that, it feels unrealistic. (laughs) It's not possible, Mm -hmm. you know, and we add more stress trying to balance and juggle all these different priorities and responsibilities. You're actually adding additional stress. Yeah. Yes, you're giving yourself more work, actually. (laughs) Instead of focusing on the things that you need to focus on, you're giving yourself uh, more work by trying to create this equilibrium that just cannot exist. It doesn't exist. Yes. Yes. So I'll tell you how I discovered that just a few weeks ago. So like I said, 
we're saying that work-life balance is this equilibrium. You're even on the family side and you're even on the business side or the career side. Or even and the social side. Yes. Because you have to, you know, you still yes. want to have the social life. Yes. You still want to connect with your friends, yes. family, whatever. Yes. So it's, you're still trying to juggle, like I said, yes. all of those different areas of your life exactly. equally across the board. Now share your story. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So one day, I think that I did achieve balance okay. that particular day. And I was actually very proud of myself. That particular day, <laughs> I did. I was able to do everything on my to-do list, which is almost a miracle. So I accomplished everything on my to-do list. I was able to really, really feed into my business that day, feed into my family, my husband and my kids, and really just do everything that I thought I needed to do that day. Mm-hmm. And it felt very even, right? Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, I was exhausted and I'm not talking about just a regular oh that was a long day I'm tired let me you know finish dinner no I'm talking depleted like physically overwhelmed tired like someone had just sucked all of my energy mentally drained emotionally drained just out of it to the point where if I wanted to even do everything I needed to do the next day or even half I was going to have to be replenished. And what I realized is I can't do this every day. Yes. Like it was cool for a little bit, but this is not something that I can sustain on a day to day basis. And and that's when it really hit me. I can't I can't fail it. Right. I can't I cannot do this. And like you said, I love how you said that because it is achievable. Yes. Yes. You can do it sometimes. And at what exp- who who's suffering? Like who mm-hmm. suffered in that? You know, once you were able to pour into and feed into all these different people and things in your business, what about Vana? Yes, exactly. You know, it was at your expense that you yes, did all of exactly. that. So, and I think for me a personal story is really quick, but you know, working full time and then taking care of my daughter, mm-hmm. coming home, making sure that I cook for her help her with homework and things like that. But I was like, I've had this thing that I need to have a new meal every night. Mm. You know, like a, 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 like like a, a cook? I need to cook something new every really? night. Really? <laughs> because when I was little, I remember eating leftovers a lot. And I hated it. Really? Yes. And so I was like, when I get grown, I'm going to have whatever I want. And I'm going to cook whatever I want. You know. Wow. And then it dawned on why are you doing this? Like, what's wrong with leftovers? And so now we're eating leftovers, and now she's like, why are we eating chili again? I said, let me tell you something. We're going to have chili on Monday. We're going to have chili on Tuesday. Until the chili is gone. <laughs> now we may, you know, switch it up with some sides. Yes. But we're going to have chili, you know? And so, but just, just stepping back and real, why am I doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. Why do we do this to mm-hmm. ourselves? And where does it stem from? Because yes. a lot of times it's from some irrational belief, again, that often stems from childhood. Yes. So. Girl, preach it. What we're talking about is not big stuff. Mm-hmm. We're talking about day-to-day routine. You're talking about feeling the need to cook a different meal. That's what we do as women. It's those little bitty things that add up that we feel like we have to do. This It has to look like this way or it has yes. to be that way. And I think that's where this whole idea of balance comes in and it starts to become destructive. It's all those little small everyday things that we're trying to do that's just knocking us out. That's right. And it's it's Absolutely. just a little bit. It compounds. It just keeps. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to break down why this is a myth. We're going to deconstruct this myth of I've got to have balance or my world is going to fall apart.
One of the reasons we believe that this is a myth is the goal is not to keep your world from falling apart. It's to keep you from falling apart. Come on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, and the reason we believe that, and should I say that again? I feel like the people in the back. Okay. I feel like I should say that again. The goal is not to keep your, your world from falling apart. It's to keep you from falling apart. And the reason we feel that way is because you create the world around you. You are the driving force. What's going on with you determines what happens with your family and your career. Because a lot of times women, no matter what your family dynamic looks like, you're the core. Absolutely. You're what, you're what keeps it you're what keeps going. it going that's right yeah. and so if everything around you is is even if it seems in order if you're not at some point your environment is it's going gonna, to be impacted and, and right. i was going to say going back to my story about achieving balance that one day i don't know if my family really noticed <laughs> no today mama did everything it was like mm -hmm. i think i'm the only person that was celebrating these these 12 or 13 hours of balance Absolutely. and so when you really start to put it in perspective it's like why are you going after this you're the only person that's concerned that's right I everybody think, else just chilling i think they're fine and we, we are driving ourselves back mm -hmm. and crazy mm -hmm. yeah. so what does that mean to you melinda when we talk about you need to stay together as opposed to your world, especially from that professional counselor's perspective. What does that mean to you? It means taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know just like we talk a lot about work-life balance, we also talk a lot about self-care. Mm -hmm. And so it is paramount that we take care of ourselves that we nurture and nourish our spiritual, our emotional, our mental, mm -hmm. our physical health. Mm -hmm. It is so important. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times by the time a woman makes her way into my office, like you said, she is depleted. She mm -hmm. is on empty. She is given, she is poured out, she has invested into all this, making sure that her external world is completely yeah. taken care of, neglecting her internal mm -hmm. world, seeking that validation mm -hmm. from her external world mm -hmm. and not internally yes it's hard for me not to start screaming when you talk. Like i'm trying i'm trying to just just listen and take it all in but i'm like yes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you are speaking it it's the, it does start in you and it works its way, way out. out absolutely and we are constantly going from the outside in and we've got to go from the inside out because go. we create the environment and the only way for the environment to be healthy is for us to be healthy that's right and, and the only way for it to be sustainable Mm -hmm. is for the activities, the daily things that we're doing, they have to be sustainable. There are some things you can do and you can knock them out in maybe a day, sometimes even a week. You're like, I can do this for a week, but you cannot do this long term. And that's why I always encourage women, do what you can in a day mm -hmm. and leave the rest for the next. Yes. And it's okay. Yes. But for some reason, we feel like we got our little list and we need to mark it off and mark it off and mark it off. And then you go to sleep and you're like, oh, I didn't get that done. Oh, I didn't get that done. It's okay. Yeah. Like, really, it's okay. Yes. There's an older lady who I used to work with. She was like 60 years old. And I said, what would your 60-year-old self say to your 40-year-old self? And she said, girl, it's going to be all right. <laughs> And that is so true because we're so overwhelmed and so consumed. We can't see outside of the little box and our little perspective in that moment. And we forget that 
there's a whole nother life. There's a whole, there's so much stuff, yes. so many different moving parts, yes. and it's gonna be okay. Absolutely. So I just want women to know if you don't get everything done on your list, it's gonna be okay. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Because you're starting with you, and I think that if you finish your day and you look at your to-do list, mm -hmm. because most likely you will not accomplish everything. Absolutely. And that's okay. And, and we can go into why we're not accomplishing everything on that list. But if you look at the end of the day and you say, I did not do everything, if you feel okay and you aren't depleted and you haven't lost your mind that day, I think you had a good day. That's a good day. I mean, I think if you were able to push through and you are ready for another day, yes. that was a good day. That's it. That was a good Absolutely. day. And I think part of the reason we don't accomplish everything on the to-do list is because we're, we're putting together these lists that are just too big. <laughs> they either have too many items <laughs> or they're too vague. Yes. Like I would put goals. That's not a baby. That's not a to do list. <laughs> that's a one year accomplishment. Baby, <laughs> you're trying to figure out yes. why you couldn't do that mm -hmm. on that one day. Mm -hmm. So we need to create these lists that are more realistic yes. and things that are achievable. Yes. If you need that satisfaction, mm -hmm. but I think if, at the end of the day, if you're okay and you're healthy yes. mentally yes. and you haven't lost it, I think you've had a good day. Another reason we think that this whole work life balance is a myth is, and you said this earlier, balance is achievable but not sustainable. You can keep it up for a little while, mm -hmm. but eventually it all falls down. And, and you said this in your introduction that you can have these two things that are equal at one given time, but at some point there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a shift. There's going to be a shift. Yeah. Things are going to happen yeah. and we have to just learn how to just be flexible and roll with it. You were saying your old coworker, her 60 year old self was telling her 40 year old self, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You are going to lose balance. Yeah. It's, things are going to fall apart. Like if mm -hmm. you just knew that right from the beginning, you'd yes. be like, oh, okay, well, I can do this. I'm prepared for this. For myself as an entrepreneur, you know, balance isn't always a, a sustainable because you have seasons. And I think with all of us, you yes. have seasons. Just, you know, giving the example with the magazine, whenever it's time to release a new issue, that's go, go, go time. Mm -hmm. I am full focus. We have to get this issue out. I can't do super things with the kids. I homeschool them, but it's like we get, you know, if the you, basics. We're yes, the basics today. To or you need to be independent today. I can't. <laughs> we can't learn new concepts today. That's right. And so it happens like that. And I've talked to a, a lot of moms when, when I interview moms and they'll say, you know, when I have major projects, my husband has to completely take over. My mother has to take over. Mama can't do it right now. Donna, I love that. Asking for help. Yes. yes. We don't ask. Yes. For, that's where we, we got the big W on our chest. We're wondering. Mm -hmm. So we, we don't have to ask for help because we can do it all. No, I love how you said that. You know, husband. I'm going to need you to do X, Y, Z because yes. this is my focus, my priority. You know, it's crunch time and I got to get this done. But having a plan in place, yes. I think is so important. So that's a good key point that you just said. Yes, yes, yes. And I think we don't ask for help because we subconsciously believe we're not going to need it. Mm. Because we're we're going like this, all we're going, going, going. And then you reach a point where it's like, okay, I need to move this around a little yeah. bit. And if we just know right from the beginning you're going to have those seasons and those times where your focus is going to have to change. And that's why don't go for balance. Right. Because your priorities are going to change. And it's not that your kids aren't always a priority, but the way in which you take care of them is going to change. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called life. It's called yes. development. I mean, yes. it's different developmental mm -hmm. stages. So whereas when they're um, first born up until five, they need a lot of time. Yes 
tons of attention, tons of affection. Mm -hmm. But as time changes, it's not that um, the, the older they get, it's not that they still don't need those things, mm -hmm. but you're in a different season. Yes. You think, you know when they get become uh, middle schoolers, they're not going to want to spend a whole lot yes, of time. Yes, that's true. You know, that's so true. the priorities, there will be a shift. And so we'll talk about the flexibility and being yes. adaptable. Yes. And even yeah. when even when they, you know, are at a point where they're small, because, you know, my kids are small, your, your daughter's only seven. And so even at that age, the way you take care of them is going to shift and change because, you know, like we've talked about, you're going to have those times where you're not going to be able to spend as much time. And the, the interesting thing that I've had to learn is as moms, we have to understand that these kids, we're trying to teach them independence. Mm -hmm. And if they're always with us and if we're the only caretaker or the only people feeding into their lives and really giving into them, then they won't truly learn independence or truly learn I can function without mom. Yeah. Because we're yeah. not trying to we're not trying to raise them so that we're their everything. Exactly. We need to understand yes. that shift sometimes. As well as they're watching us. Exactly. They, so we're modeling behavior. Yes. So we're modeling to them that you have to balance and have everything mm -hmm. together and you're rigid in your mm -hmm. thinking they're going to pick up yeah. those behaviors and some kind of way it will transition for them into adulthood so we have to be careful what we're modeling in front of that our is so true well. that is so true that reminds me uh, my grandmother i was about 15 when she shared this with me and when i was growing up my grandmother was always a career woman mm -hmm. she was always a career woman as a matter of fact she had a side hustle before people knew what a side hustle was <laughs> So real estate on the side my entire life and she was very professional she was polished she was a fashionista and she would come home those times we were at her house at night after school she would come home and cook meals and you I'm talking roast and potatoes grandmother wow. would cook she was in there frying catfish on Tuesday like not, not just fish fry no man <laughs> on Tuesday girl she cooked cooked and she did that every day and her house was always clean and everything was always together and I thought that she was ex I thought she was happy like that and I thought that's what you do as a woman you do everything and I will never forget I was 15 years old and my grandmother said to me and I think she was just tired Melinda I think that day we weren't talking about anything she was just tired and she sat down on the sofa and she said I don't like this and I and I, I didn't know what to say and I'm sitting there and I just let her finish and she said I work just as hard as your step-grandfather and I should not have to come home and keep this house spotless and cook and clean and do all of this. I work just as many hours. And she said, don't do this. Wow. This is not how you live. Wow. You don't have to have everything together. And I never forgot that. Love it. Girl. Love it. I, I was like, wow. I thought that's the way it was supposed to be until she said to me, don't do this. Mm. This is not okay. And she still did it because that was what was expected of her. And I think that generation wasn't as rebellious, I think, maybe. You know, they didn't have that, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. So she still did it. Yeah. But I'm so grateful that she let me know. She was telling you, don't, don't do, do this. It. Don't do it. Wow. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. I, I mean, know. because she knew. And I love her transparency. It's really uncommon for that generation. Yes to have been transparent about things. Like I'm just finding out stuff in my adulthood that my parents went through or that they experienced. I'm like, why didn't y'all tell me this back then? More importantly, 
this behavior could have been modeled, you know, because yes. I was there to catch it. Because mm -hmm. behavior is more likely caught than it is yes. taught. That's good. Yeah. And so she was, she was saying, Bonna, what you have seen, what I, what I'm teaching you, don't do this. Don't do do this. the opposite. And yeah. so for the listeners, and even for myself, how have you applied that in your life? Or well, I just life? don't cook every night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you found somewhere. To cook. Yes. <laughs> ways to to keep the house neat so that because I just I don't function well in complete chaos, chaos around the house yes. I don't worry about everything being spotless I try to have order just so I can function mm -hmm. and I just I don't cook every night mm -hmm. and I'm learning to do things like meal prep okay. um, and I'm blessed enough to where my husband cooks a lot yes we, he does yes that is a blessing <laughs> it is and so we do work together yes. um, with that but that and I remember her telling me, try to find somebody who can take care of himself. I do remember her telling me that as well at a later time. But just, I think that was just the bottom line, is just not feeling this need to always do that. So when, when I struggle with balance, that the, that part is not, <laughs> is not an issue because yeah. I'm just like, I can't. I, I just can't do it. No. And nobody I know is just in the kitchen making roast no. on a Tuesday after work. I, that's why when you said Fish Tuesday, I said, yes. I'm used to Fish Friday no, and roast on Sundays. Grandmother she was doing roast on Tuesday. Grandmother was making homemade scalloped potatoes on Wednesday. Stop it. <laughs> like, yes, because she felt that that's what she had to do. And what was so interesting was my great-grandmother cooked all the time, but my great-grandmother did not work outside the home. So for my so she's taking on what she did, not only did she... Because, you know, it shifted, you mm -hmm. know, obviously the times have changed and women are more, uh, we're working more, we're in the workforce yeah. and things like that, entrepreneurs and things. But your grandmother, not only did she do what she saw, what she was cooking, taking care of the home, but she also picked up this thing called lunch. Yes. And so, I, I, you know, I can just only imagine what she must have felt like. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I'm, just, I'm really yes. thinking about what she must have felt yes. like. This is way too much. But here's the deal. So when we try to do the same thing today, we are literally driving ourselves in the ground. And I love how you say, okay, look, I'm not cooking. Husband, will you cook? Will you take care of this? So you're like, it's not the house from, you know, hey, I want this room. For me, certain rooms have to be clean. I like that. As yes. long as the kitchen, the bathroom, mm -hmm. and like... You know, my bed is made or something like that. I'm good. I can function. But girl, we can live out of clothes in a basket for yes. I know it three, four days. Yes. You know, before I just sit down and really fold yeah. them up and put them away. So, you know, it's just things yeah. like that. And it's yeah. okay. And some people, they have to have that order, you know, as far as like, you know, like I do laundry. I, for some reason, I do love to do laundry. But I can put it in the washing maybe machine. Maybe you can come do mine. No, no, no. Because let me tell you, I won't finish it. I put it in the washing machine. I put it in the dryer. I take it out. And it stays in piles. And okay. sometimes I, we pull clothes out of there. And one day I had to tell myself, who cares? Yeah. The, clothes, the clothes are clean. The kids are clean. Like, who cares yeah. that you're pulling it out of this pile? And I'm proud of myself when I fold everything up I and know. I put it away. I, like, I am. Yeah. It's, I have a sense of accomplishment, yeah. but I can't have that sense of accomplishment all of the time. Mm -mm. I just can't yeah. do it. Yeah. And it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. Move on. <laughs> Everybody is good. I love right. that movie that says, well, I love the title of it that says the kids are Fine. something like that the kids are fine. <laughs> everybody is okay right they're Everybody's not traumatized okay. because mama didn't cook every night they're not yes. traumatized because mama didn't fold the clothes right after yes. she took them out the dryer you know they're gonna be all right absolutely <laughs> absolutely so we've talked about um so far we've said that this whole idea of everything has to be balanced or my world is going to fall apart so we've debunked it 
with three points. One is the goal is not to keep your world from falling apart. It's to keep you from falling apart. The second is balance is achievable, but not sustainable. And the third is trying to achieve balance is what makes your world fall apart, not the lack thereof. It's having balance that is yeah. making you go crazy. That's right. It's not not having it. That's right. That's what, yeah. Yeah. That's what's making you lose it. And just to expand on that a little more, we believe that balance is more about your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health than it is about your routine and ability to juggle these various roles. And that goes back to my personal story of achieving balance that one day, but being phys—I mean, physically not feeling depleted, well, just depleted, tired. and mentally and emotionally tired yeah. to where I know I could not do that the next day. That's right. So, Melinda, you are going to break down the truth because every episode we're going to debunk the myth, but then we have to follow it up with a truth. So, yeah. tell us the truth. So, the truth is, we are abandoning balance. And we are pursuing rhythm. So tell us about rhythm. I Let's like that. Let's talk a little bit about rhythm. <laughs> Let's talk about rhythm. So rhythm is a regular pattern of change or even regular movement when you think about that, right? Okay. And so when I think about rhythm, I'm embracing change because it is inevitable. Life ebbs and flows. And so instead of, like we said earlier, having this rigid mindset where I cannot think outside of this pattern, this is only the perspective that I see. I'm not seeing outside of this. Rhythm says, be flexible, be mm. adaptable, go with the flow. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And if you notice, I'm kind of dinging so Yeah, because I can see it, but yeah. It's almost like a flow. It's, it's just like, flow. yes. Mm-hmm. Embracing where you yes. are today. Doing what, like I said earlier, doing what you can in a day and leaving the rest for tomorrow. That's what I mean by rhythm. I like that. And I wanted to talk about some strategies for how to pursue rhythm. We've talked a lot about balance. Hopefully we have beat it in the head <laughs> and really have shed some light on the importance of abandoning it. Um, but in our pursuit of rhythm, the first thing I think we should do, one of the strategies is, Bona, we have got to relinquish control. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Vana, oh my gosh. <laughs> there is a, a rational belief that is lurking beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. For me, it was an identity issue. Mm. So I had some kind of way directly tied my identity to my success oh. of the outside world and the things that I had accomplished and yes. all the things that I had balanced. Yes. My identity was directly tied to it. I and think we're all doing that. Uh, I do. <laughs> I think we're all doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so when something falls, then automatically I'm a failure. Mm. I have fallen. I've let this group of people down. I've let my husband down. I've let my kids down. There's an identity crisis. Yes. And so we don't take the time to know who am I. Spending time with yourself. What are things that make me happy? You know, going back to self-care. Yeah. Relinquishing control. We cannot control the outcome. Yeah. We cannot control people, Bonnie. As much as we love our little ones. <laughs> yes. You know, all we can do is prepare them and teach yes. them. But the decision lies with them. Yes. They have to make the choice. Yes. With the proper training, they still have to make the choice. Our spouse, you, you're married. You can't control your husband. No, I cannot. <laughs> and he does like me to um, understand that at times. Yes, yes. Even going back to the children, I have to remind myself that I've given birth to actual humans. Mm. Not clones of mm. myself, not mm-hmm. robots, not machines, mm-hmm. but actual people. Imperfect. Yes, people. imperfect people. Mm-hmm. I love that point that you made. I like the way you're addressing identity mm-hmm. because it's about 
going more into who you are than what you are because we are so focused on what we are and i think that it's that what we are that external that facade that image that yes. highlight reel yes. Yes. that is what we're chasing after if we are comfortable with who we are we won't be controlled or trying to control everything around us and we won't be controlled by everything around us. I love that. I love love that you're going into the identity because I think that's the core. There's a scripture in the Bible that I really love and it says, are we going to be concerned with the approval of man or the approval of God? Yeah. And when we're seeking that external validation, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to please people. Yes. It has nothing to do with, okay, God, I want to please you and I want to do what you would have me to do today. Because whether we know it or not, there have been predetermined steps set up and established for us to do in a day. Mm -hmm. And so are we going to walk in that or are we going to, again, looking externally and, you know, um, having this thing where, oh, my identity, I got to make sure that I'm doing all these different things. And, you know, because if I don't, then... I'm a mess. Yes. I'm a ball apart. I know a lot of people are just, you know, people you follow or people that you see on Instagram and they're their pictures are gorgeous. I mean, it looks like they are walking around with a photographer. Come on. I'm serious. It's just, do you have somebody following you? And I think that we have just gotten so caught up in these images mm-hmm. of perfection or these ideas. Even if they aren't perfection, they're ideal. Yeah. Like we've created these ideals mm-hmm. and we are going after those with such intensity and such just this desire and this hunger and we've got to we've got to pull that back. back we've yeah. got to dial that back yeah. so that we are focusing more on who we are and focusing more on ourselves than than going in that direction of okay this is what it looks like because that's really all it is and it's it's not that it is it's not that we aren't accomplishing things it's not that there aren't great things happening it took a lot to get to that place right. And it wasn't the outcome. The process is not as pretty as the outcome. It just never is. But it's so necessary. It is. The process. And see, we want to skip steps. Yes. We know a rhythm. Rhythm says go with the flow. Receive and accept the season that you are in and not try to jump seasons, not try to skip a step and skip the process. But just just enjoy and embrace where you are today, which which is a segue into the next one, the next strategy for pursuing rhythm. Set your priorities. Yeah. I think you said that earlier. Like, you know, we can have our priorities, but again, what season are we in? If it's a season of singleness, mm-hmm. embrace it. <laughs> Stop trying to be married. <laughs> Stop searching for things and just embrace who you are. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. We're not saying that if you want to be married, that there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having those goals and wanting something more or to get to a different place. So we're not saying that at all. But if getting to the next place is your only focus to where you can't embrace and enjoy where you are, now we have a problem. The problem problem is not that you have a goal. The problem is not that you want to be married or that you want a better job or that you want to make more, more money or you want to grow in your business. The problem is that you haven't embraced the abundance of where you are in preparation to get to that next Absolutely. place. Absolutely. And you you have contentment. Oh I'm sorry. But it, is a, it is a skill. You it have is. to learn. And it is a necessity. <laughs> yes. You have to yes. learn contentment. Yes. I, yes. I, yes. So just setting those priorities. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, what's the pri- priority for today? Enjoy that season. Embrace that season. Again, stop trying to 
hurry them up to the next level or the next stage of development and just enjoy embrace those the seasons the next one is being flexible yes and adaptable bonus Yes. Oh my move gosh. with it. Just sometimes you have to move with yes. it. Adjust yes. to the new condition. Mm -hmm. Adjust to the new change. It's mm -hmm. okay. A lot of times, again, when we can't shift our perspective, and a, you have to leave room for change. There's yes. nothing wrong yeah. with, like you said, having those priorities and having your to-do list. But you gotta leave room for change. Because yes. I can guarantee you, in this life, <laughs> there yes. will be change. There you know, change. things are going to come, things are going to go. So just give yourself some compassion and some freedom to be flexible and adaptable to change is so yes. important. And you know, I'll speak for myself, I struggle with moving with changes because a lot of times it's unexpected. And so, Bavana, life is unexpected. I know, life I throws know. out so many unexpected adventures. You just never know what's gonna happen again we have no control no. over what's gonna happen and i understand exactly mm -hmm. what you're saying though now, tell me more about it well saying. i just you know because you you set your goals or you're just used to your routine or whatever it is mm -hmm. it you're used to it going a certain way right and then when it gets off path it shocks you and it almost stumps you a little bit mm -hmm. i know for myself yes. like and sometimes it takes me a minute to just get back into okay okay it's okay mm -hmm. it's okay but you do have to learn to shift because a lot of times that change is there to grow you and you do have to learn to shift Say with it, it. The change that is change is there to grow you yes. but it doesn't feel good all the time <laughs> it, it doesn't feel good it, it doesn't feel good all it the time doesn't. but it is there for your growth and, and i know that's one of my my struggles i get used to things being a certain way and it's just like oh, what just happened mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know yeah you know yeah. but you got to learn how to land on your feet that's right <laughs> and just keep going or yes. for the the working woman outside the home setting that boundary to leave work with work that's so many true. women bring work home and then they're frustrated the kids yes. are frustrated. they can sense it you know but setting that boundary and then decompress on the way home so that way you're you're available for the next thing when you get home being flexible and adaptable. And then finally, Vana, the last strategy, I just absolutely love. My mentor told me this last night, and I said, I'm gonna end this yes. She told me, Melinda, bloom where you are. Yes, but, but say the whole thing, say the whole thing, because I love it. Bloom where you are planted. Yes. Bloom where you are planted. Mm -hmm. Whatever the season that we are in, try your hardest to learn where you are learn learn about how to be the best in that the best thing the best mom the best wife the best single the best friend the be whatever bloom where you're planted because oftentimes in order for you to go to the next step you have to learn the lesson in that season yes yeah now what what does that mean what what do you think about bloom where you're planted it's powerful I, I think it ties into contentment is one part of it but I believe it's also appreciating where you are mm -hmm. because sometimes when you're trying to get to that next level, you don't see what's right in front of you. And a lot of times it is something very beautiful. And even if it's not ideal, there is something that you can do with what you have. It's like taking whatever you have, whatever's in front of you, wherever you are and saying, how can I use this to get to the next level? Absolutely. But not always trying to move outside of it, but using it and growing right in that moment. And and there's beauty in being present. Oh, and there's 
say yes. Yes. And yes. so many of the moms I interview, they tell me all the time, Vana, when I think of balance or when I try to go after it or not go after it, I've learned to just be present mm. and be here. Yes. Because yes. we don't want to make it seem like we're all for being powerful mm -hmm. and having amazing goals and wanting to take over the world. Yeah. We're all, I, I love, love it. it. I, I Girl love power, 100% yes. woman power, future yes. female, we're all for that. <laughs> but we do believe that it has to start with you being mentally okay. And that's why we're giving these strategies and tips because it's really about embracing where you are mm -hmm. and being mentally okay mm -hmm. because and when you really think about it Melinda you don't want to keep climbing and you're not mentally okay because mm -hmm. at some point you're going to break I'm telling you. if you don't and break it's gonna be a hard fall girl the higher you go if you're a mess <laughs> that's a good that it's going to hurt it's gonna hurt so learn it here yeah Get it together here. Stop looking outside yes. of yourself. Stop looking at what mm -hmm. she's doing and what where she is and how she appears to have it all together. Yes. Stop comparison. Just bring it in. Yes. <laughs> Come back to the center. This is yes. where I am. I'm going to focus on me. How can I be the best this? How can I improve this skill? And Mama, oftentimes we like to look externally too because we don't want to do our own work. Yeah. It's hard to do it your is. work. It I don't is. know if you watch it, y'all love fix my life. <laughs> but beloved, she tell them all the time, you gotta do the work. <laughs> Change and transformation hurts, but when I tell you it is, it has been some of the most trying times in my life. God has shown me so much. I've learned so much about him and about myself, mm -hmm. and I just, I feel equipped, more equipped, you know, to be able to help others. So don't run from it. Don't try to escape and just sit on the sofa and watch TV or YouTube or go out or just feel in that time. Just embrace, like you said, being present, yes. and which in psychology uh, they call it being mindful. Just being mindful yes. of where you are today yes. and take advantage of and it. Enjoy it. I love that. Take advantage of it because there's something good in it. There's yes. something good in it. I yes. had a friend that used to tell me there's a blessing in every storm. There's something good in it, but you have to be still sometimes yes. to see it. Yes. I, I love that. I love that. We do not have to have it all together right. to keep our world from falling apart. And it's actually you that you need to work on more so than everything that is around you. We're not saying you don't have to work on the things externally, but it starts internally. Internal. And your desire, our desire as women to have this idea of balance is actually what's tearing us apart or allowing us to fall apart. It's not not having the balance itself. That's right. So that's what we're hoping that you learn. Listen to our introductory episode so that you can learn more about the heart and passion behind the podcast and sign up for our newsletter. Go to CEOMomMagazine.com. Sign up for our newsletter so that we can expand and give you the notes from the strategies and tips we've talked about today. This is Vonna Matthews. And this is Melinda Crowder Dunbar. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the CEO Mom Podcast, The Woman, The Mother, and The Myths. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation as much as we have. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe and definitely rate us. Go deeper with us on every episode by subscribing to our exclusive newsletter at CEOMomMagazine.com. There, we'll provide tips and information based on every episode. This podcast is produced by For Her Media with music by BOPD and C. Scott. Until the next conversation, thanks for joining us. Thank you.